And we are off. And my gosh, Thursday night football. You know, Patriots, as soon as everyone's ready to just be like, okay, we're embracing this change. They pull off the win. It kind of reminded me today when I was out shoveling um, dog uh, poop and cleaning Mm. up. And then Winnie came out to join me. Mm. And as soon as I was finished, she decided to relieve herself. Um, It kind of felt like that was how Patriots fans must be feeling watching a win when you finally are not winning. I talked to a work associate today that was in the stadium in Pittsburgh third, last night. And uh, he said that the mood all around was bad because they wanted to win and the Patriots fans wanted to lose. So it was like literally a lose, lose for everybody. Yeah. It's tough too. Cause the dichotomy between how like we think of it, like it's a fantasy league, but like these guys are trying to win every game they play. Teams Plus they get incentives for wins. And... Yeah, like there's a lot on the line. So you want to lose, but you want to lose in a respectful way. And you know what I took away from yesterday? There is a shit ton of really bad play in the NFL. It needs a complete influx of talent. The league is like void of talent. There are so many terrible quarterbacks. It's yeah. bad. We need an influx because it, it's been bad all year. Not to mention the officials just people are really starting to assume that these games are fixed. Like the calls they're missing are wild, like so bad more than human error. So maybe we'll get rid of officials. Maybe we'll just have, uh, I mean, baseball, right. They're, they're getting robots out there. Like to call balls and strikes. Like maybe we can do that for 90% of, uh, calls. This is what chat GPT is for, right? Yeah. Yes. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. That's better than what they're doing. It's better yeah. than what they're doing. Yeah, the NFL's canceled. The whole thing. Um, we're only here to tell everybody that there's no lineup this week because the NFL's canceled. There's no reason to watch any of these games. It's awful. Well, it's we're riding a hot streak, right? Uh, we've had oh, a yeah. fantastic week on the show. We had um, you know, Muldoon and Hoove debating how to build a roster. Um, and it, it really turned into a presidential debate. And no, mm. nobody won, which is kind of, you know, uh, the, the case with every debate that you see. America uh, lost. Yep. And then we were fortunate enough. And I think we're we're now like part of the Austin and Nashville music scene, Maddie. Um, maybe we're the official podcast. Uh, thank you to the Band of Heathens and Ed for joining us yesterday. Great show. Um, a lot of fun. Wait, was this out. just a long con for you to get an excuse to tell Nina that you guys are moving to Nashville? Yes. Okay. Brilliant of you to go through the podcast for two years to uh, just to get your just to get a move approved. But I respect it. I like it. Um, before we get into this week, we've got more great shows coming up next week. Uh, another special guest, like I said, we're running kind of the Guy Fieri, um, you know, fan favorites. Uh, you know, checking back in with previous guests after you know we met with them, you know, eight nine months ago. But most important, we have America's best friend here um, to give us his pick of the week on FanDuel. Can I get my asterisk on this pick since I am currently battling COVID right now? Yes, but hold on. Before you give it, AB, I was monitoring the chat 
before this. And we're not going in that direction. I was gonna say, did he try to stuff your play of the week on he you? Did. did he try to force it on you? I'm yeah, I think he tried yes. to take advantage of me in my he did. Uh, weekend condition and tried he to did. stuff a Bronco down my throat. Unbelievable. I'm right. I'm running hot this week. I mean, yeah. this is no. full excitement. I almost uh, played us in like on the first three or four episodes. <laughs> Back to the original. <laughs> Well, I am not going with a Bronco for my pick this week. Um, we are going to continue the hot hand streak that we've been going and go back to Debo Samuel. Uh, mm-hmm. 49ers really fired up right now. Um, I, I know that this could be a coin flip between him and Ayuk, but I think that for a little bit less money and Debo being hot right now, that's the one we ride into this game. Yeah, Seattle's pretty bad against receiver. Um, but conversely, these, actually, they're kind of bad against everything, to be honest. Like, And I think the Niners have to keep winning. This isn't a game where they can like let that let their foot off the gas. So yeah, they're the twenty-third worst versus the pass. So yeah. there's only what nine teams better than them. So this yeah. is a juicy matchup. Yeah. There's, there's a little bad blood between the teams too. So yeah, divisional. Yep. Yeah. Well, I mean, there there's other incentives too, and why I love this, right? Like there's the DK uh Metcalf, like there's the rivalry. They both want to show up for that game. Um, and also Debo played Seattle two weeks ago and had nine catches or nine targets, seven catches, 79 um, receiving yards, and I think a few rushing yards too. So he's hot and he wants to establish himself as like, yeah, no, I'm I'm back in this conversation as the most impactful receivers in the league. Um, Maddie, tell us where we're going for quarterback. Lead the way. So quarterback um, is a guy who just absolutely torches his team every time he plays them. And the weather is going to be junky. And a lot of people are on the um, over prop for rushing yards. So we're going with the Bears running back. I mean, quarterback one, Justin Fields. Um, he lights the the Lions up anytime they play. Like every matchup between him and the Lions, I think he's averaging like 18, 19 plus fantasy points. So um Price is is reasonable, seventy nine hundred. Um, it lets us do a whole lot elsewhere, and it stands to reason that he's either going to have another good game or he's going to be in catch up mode, chucking the ball around. So um, nice dual threat gives us a lot of outs. It's the play. Yeah, and I think on the other side of that, like grab the receiver that you think is going to. I've seen Cole commit places, but um, this feels like a DJ Moore game. Um, yeah, the Lions don't really have the the secondary to to stop him. They're thirty first. Um, nope. against the pass. Um, you, so. And you can always play fields alone if you want to. If You, you feel can, the because need. of the rushing. Yep, yep. So, But we've got DJ Moore in there because why not? It makes sense because they have pretty good chemistry. He feeds them with targets. But you can go um, with fields naked if you want to as well. Um, naked in the fields. Is that a oh. team name? Does, do we have to credit Berman for that? Uh, maybe. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. Um, so. <laughs> You're out. You're moved on. At least he didn't stroke. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he did. He stroked <laughs> out. We stroked him yeah. out. All right. Well, well you, you almost got me there. Um, <laughs> uh, I wasn't ready for the retort, but um, on the other side of that game, we've got ASB. And he has been probably, if you look over the last two years, and I'd love to do the data, um, we've probably played him more than any other receiver. And it's I think a lot of it is because he's a wide receiver one, but he's usually priced somewhere at like $8,200 like he yeah. is this week. And he's so reliable, like the consistency is off the charts. There's going to be scoring in this game. Um, 
this isn't a game that I'm worried about is going to be like a 17 to 19 slog. Like neither team has a great defense. Both teams are aggressive. Pace of play is up. Um, and yeah, his floor is 12 points. Um, and you might get a 26 point game out of him. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. And chase too. I mean, that's for a different reason because Burroughs yeah. hurt, but like, yeah, it's so strange to see those guys at that price point. Cause they shouldn't be sorry. Go ahead. AB. No, it's fine. I just I'm looking around at, at comparable prices. You got Mike Evans at three hundred dollars more, which you know he probably has a higher ceiling. He has more explosive games, but he has yeah. more bad games. The consistency's not there. But then you go down two hundred bucks, and you're at Michael Pittman Jr. and I'd have ASB over him all day. Yeah, it's crazy. Evans, I don't think we played Evans once this year, and he is having a renaissance. I mean, he's going to get another contract. He's like thirty something. He's going to get paid again. Yeah, he's having like twenty five points a game in the last few games. Yeah, yeah. And I'm curious where he goes. Like. It- I would think to a, a competitor, right? I don't know. That's okay. I um, we'll move on. <laughs> um, <laughs> running backs. Uh, you mentioned the indie game, indie Cincinnati. I don't know what to make of this. This could be a disaster. Um, and the one thing we said last week, it came true to a degree. I don't think he he got into the end zone. Um, but he got all of the the work with Zach Moss at running back. Um, he had 19 touches, actually 22 touches. Um, he just couldn't make a lot of it against Tennessee, who who has a good front um, four. So, you know, I, I think well, Zach Moss against Cincinnati, like he's going to get into the end zone at but- some point. Listen, I know we made we decided earlier this year that we wouldn't do this as much as we did it last year, but are you in for a last second live pivot based off some breaking news? Yes. Isaiah Pacheco is out. He's already been ruled out for the game this week. Um, Kansas City and Buffalo. Um, Jarek McKinnon. Now, I know we already have another um, KC guy in the lineup, but Jarek McKinnon is 5300 bucks, and he's going to get a bunch of targets. CEH isn't a guy that's like a workhorse guy. So if you don't feel super confident in Moss, you could pivot to McKinnon, and we could – upgrade from rice at the flex spot just throwing it out there if you don't love moss moss is a volume play i think since he gives up a decent amount but it's it's going to require he needs to get they need to get down to the end zone uh, they need to be at like inside the five where they just give him the ball and they don't they, so indy does not throw the ball when they get inside the five they run it they establish the it, run let me put this out there so last week we played moss because he was going to be so chalky right because he was so cheap that he uh-huh. was like a must play but now is mckinnon going into that situation no, here's why. Because I think people are going to have to choose him or CEH, and you're going to get a 50-50 split there, whereas it was just Moss. There wasn't another running back. So yeah. you're going to eliminate 50% of people who pick wrong. It's a coin flip. Um, I'd rather stick with the guy who's clearly the lead back and not splitting the backfield personally. Yeah, yeah that's fine. It's a it's a total dart. And you have to be able to get value on that money you're saving, and I really don't even know. So we can stick with Moss. They're going to run the ball if they get close. Like I said, they – Inside the 10 yard line, sorry, the five yard line this year, the Colts are running the ball at like a clip of like 78%. It's tops in the league. So when they get there, he's going to get that opportunity. Uh, That's fine. I mean, the the price that we could pay up for Rasheed Rice, right, who's our flex um, at 5,700, we could look at Jamar Chase in the flex. Does that change your answer, Alex? I mean, what's Chase doing since... Burrow went out. He blew up last week. He he popped off last week. Did he? Yep. He had a big week. Um, Oh, wow. Yeah. But that's against a susceptible um, 
so the the thing is, there's two concerns here. There's weather issues um, for the Cincy game. It's supposed okay. to be wind, windy and rainy. So I've been trying to avoid some of these games. It could up, impact the passing. Um, and the Colts are much more susceptible on the ground than they are through the air. But it's always tantalizing, right? Chase at 7,900, that feels like a gift. But I do think the weather is going to be a big impact this weekend. There's some games where there's going to be like 30, 35 mile an hour winds and rain. So keep an eye. We'll we'll post where we go. Um, yeah, no. what direction. Yep. Um, yep. But, you know, we're looking at either. And, and this is a question maybe we can, you know, ask the fans. What what do you want? Um, McKinnon and Chase or Moss and Rishi Rice? Um, what's your preference there? So, yeah. Yep. I think I actually now that you're saying that I like to baby's point, I like Moss better because of the consistent volume that we know we're going to get. Yeah. Stick it. Stick it. Okay. Yeah. Live. Done. Live. Um, so we have a running back to go over. Uh, does anyone want to take the, the running back? No, I'll take it. I'll take okay. it. Uh, John Williams, um, running back for the Broncos. I'm pretty sure his first name is John. I've never uh, heard no, of him. Uh, Javante. I didn't even um, know that that was a team out, out there in Colorado. Yeah, we haven't it's the first about them much. First I'm hearing of it. They get kind um, of, they get kind of buried in the, uh, you know, national media. Bit. You know, here's the thing. Here's the thing. The 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 data tells us to make this play because of the the I mean the 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 um Chargers are so bad against the run and just yeah. generally everywhere. My only concern is like, you know, he, he hasn't really done a whole lot unless he gets in the end zone. <clears throat> he gets like 18 carries for 60 yards and he'll get like three catches for 15 yards. Like anybody, he's got to get in the end zone, but the price is pretty low. There's not a lot of other guys at that price point. The only other guy at that price point that I would even be considering would be Chuba Hubbard only because of the volume he's getting. He's had two really big weeks. Um, But if you want to use Jerry Williams, we can certainly throw you a bone and put Jerry Williams in the lineup. So I will say that um, the Chargers have given up the most explosive plays to running backs um, all season long. So Mm -hmm. and Javante is not going to break away for 85 yards or 80 yards, but you might see two or three. 25 yard rushes from them. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and they are, them. you know, trying to limit how much Russ is throwing right around the end zone. Um, yeah. So. They took his apron away. He's no longer being yeah. allowed to cook. Yep. So, you know, let's, let's make it happen. All right. Okay. That's fine. It works. And then we've got, uh, we kind of already talked about our flex, but why don't you give us a little bit of, why don't you rice us? I mean, Rice, same same idea, right? And, and we said this probably back in week five. He had the largest like target share when he was on the field of anyone not named Travis Kelsey. Um, largest target share in the red zone, and he can break big ones too. Like that's exactly why they got him. They wanted burners, and if we're talking about Sky Moore, McCall Hardman, um, Valdez Scantling, like Rice is the one wide receiver that's starting to emerge, and Kansas City has to get that offense right before they get into their final four games. And so, you know, I think he's going to get fed a little bit more. I think they're going to be designed routes for him. He's 5,700. So, you know, all he has to do is get into the end zone once um, or catch five passes for 60 yards. Um, He's capable of doing all three. Oh, great. Yeah, he does see targets, so that's fine. Um, uh, Trivia time for you, Gibby. Yes. NAB. NAB. Oh yeah. Uh, so our tight end this week is Isaiah Likely from the Ravens. 
A couple of reasons. One, he's a guy who can break off explosive plays. That passing attack doesn't really have a go-to guy, so they spread it around. Lamar's got his annual December stomach bug, so he might not be full strength, which means he might just try to get the ball out. Yeah. And the Rams are third worst in the league against tight ends this year. Um, the Bengals were first worst. Who is the second worst team against tight ends in the NFL? Denver. The Denver Broncos. I knew it or not. I knew it. Yep. Yep. So unfortunately we don't have anybody. I mean, we technically could play Gerald Everett if you wanted to, they're about the same price point, but it's a good matchup and um, he's explosive. He can break long runs. He's, he's kind of like one of those hybrid types. Um, we got you back. We got you back. We you, got him. Maybe you did. You got him down. I'm <laughs> stuck. A few well, you know, yeah. Um, yeah, if, they, if they had like seven other linebackers who weren't old and white and slow <laughs> and some guys who could play defense, they have a maybe. bunch of lunch pail guys at linebacker. Oh, good, good. Um, uh, so defense, um, we're going with Las Vegas. Las Vegas. And I don't feel good about it at all. Um, <laughs> but they're 3,700. Or were we going? There's a lot of good defensive options this week, oh. to be honest with you. I, it's quarterback. It's quarterback they're playing, right? Dobbs yeah. is bad. His celebrity moment is over. Yeah, he's done. He is done. Yeah, he could definitely. I mean, he could be exploited. He's going to turn the ball over at least twice. Yeah. Um, and I'm, I'm surprised points. you didn't pound the table for the Broncos at 3,600 on us. No, I mean Herbert will get hot for a quarter and a half. Um, Eckler no. can't run anymore. Um, no. And I did like the Browns, depending on if Trevor Lawrence plays. Um, yep. yep. You know, uh, that could be a nice one. We find a way to make up 100 bucks to move up to 3800 But yep. Crosby's getting after the quarterback at a very high clip. And, and the Raiders aren't, like, they're playing a lot of zone. They have a few playmakers. They might take the ball away, you know, two, three times, and hopefully get in the end zone once. So. Yep. Yep, that's fine. It's a defense. We're doing the best we can. We're trying. We're trying our best. It's a good um, lineup. Hey, what did we do last week? Did we win last week? We won yeah, we cash. won. We won $15. Come on. Yeah. You buried, you buried so, the lead. Bury the lead on us. Yeah. I mean, so what are we up to now? There's been 13 weeks, so that's nine thousand per entry. Yeah, like two, five, four, five, seven, ten thousand. So we're we're getting you back your money at about an 80% clip. Um so I think. It's a lot of units. It's a lot of units for people to be uh, sprinkling around out there. Some fun coupons it really is. for you. So take advantage of this. It's a yeah. learning moment for all of us. Um, yeah. We appreciate it. Any yeah. parting shots for uh, Lupica or Bob Ryan there? Or, Sh- or Shap? Where's Shap? Where's Shap? Uh, no, I just want to see some good football this week. Football stinks. The NFL is not fun to watch. I want more fun football games. That's all I ask. That's it. Alex? Where can we find you on Thursday? Just trying to get through this without coughing. You know where we'll find AB on Thursday. Plugged in. I only do acoustic sets. (laughs) Are you playing at Tootsie's or no? Uh, Always. Okay. Take the little mini amp. We'll send you out there with one of those small guys. (laughs) So our friends in Nashville, you can find Alex at Tootsie's on Thursday evening. And you can Um, see Gibby there as well on Friday morning. (laughs) Yeah, I'll be there. At 5 a.m., the flight gets in. Yeah. Um, and then the divorce paperwork will be coming through, I think, on Monday because they don't work yeah. on the weekends. I think yeah. we're going to wait until after the holidays for that. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, once we're both still there on Monday because we missed our <laughs> flight zone. <laughs> Gentlemen, thank you. Well done. See you, boys. Hey.
Thank you.